I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Pincurchin. On previous episodes, I've spoken about the trippy rabbit hole my mind goes down when I start thinking about the fact that, distantly, I am related to all the other life forms I encounter on a daily basis. Naturally, these thoughts most often come to me when I look at apes and mammals, but it applies to every living thing on Earth. It's particularly weird with some of the more bizarre sea creatures of the oceans. Creatures which feel like they can't come from the same planet as me, let alone the same common ancestor. It's pretty weird to look at starfish and sea cucumbers and jellyfish, and imagine the microscopic creature hundreds of millions of years ago that we share in common. Makes you think, you know? Sea urchins are some of those beings who live on an entirely different timescale to us. To simply look at one with your own eyes, it seems as stationary as a plant. Observing their movements on a time-lapse, however, they scuttle and move like myriad bugs. Their round shape, and the way their spines kind of resemble fur, make them almost look like the adorable, but troublesome, Tribbles from Star Trek. Pincurchin is an adorable, electric-type sea urchin Pokémon. Appropriately, it has the lowest speed stat of all electric-type Pokémon. It has a dog-like snout, rather than the terrifying circular mouth of a real sea urchin, and droopy, sad eyes. The overall vibe reminds me of Spike, the sea urchin from the Splatoon games. The urchin in sea urchin originally comes from an old word for hedgehog, and Pincurchin certainly looks like a sea hedgehog. Its Pokédex entries mostly talk about its electric spikes. Pokémon Sword tells us, It feeds on seaweed, using its teeth to scrape it off rocks. Electric current flows from the tips of its spines. Pokémon Shield tells us, It stores electricity in each spine. Even if one gets broken off, it still continues to emit electricity for at least three hours. Surprisingly, Pincurchin has proven itself to be an effective battler. It has a great range of moves and decent stats allowing for all-out attack, helpful supporting moves, or irritating deployment of spikes and terrains. Abysmally low speed and HP don't do it any good, but with creative play it can be, if you'll pardon the pun, a thorn in opponent's sides. The name Pincurchin amusingly combines urchins with pincushions, which pincurchin and real sea urchins do certainly resemble. The Japanese name is bachinoni, a combination of bachin, the onomatopoeia for crackling electricity, and uni, sea urchin. Bafununi is also one of the most popular species of sea urchin, so it's another nice double pun. Pincurchin seems like one of those weird Pokémon. A cute design, inspired by an unusual real-world animal, which at first you think is a forgettable Pokedex filler, until some genius unleashes its bizarre potential and wins a tournament with it. I'm just counting down the days. Music for Luke Lost Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you like what you hear, 
and you want to help me be able to keep hosting the podcast online, consider supporting at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. If you want to get in touch, find the show on Twitter or Facebook at lukelovespkmn. Next up are Snom and Stonjourner, so please share your thoughts on those or any monster. Honestly, this week I'd rather you didn't sign up to support me on Patreon. With efforts to fight a global pandemic being woefully underfunded by governments which care more about profit than lives, and with protests against the systemic racism of our violent police states, I'd honestly rather you found a charity to donate to. I'll include some links in the description. I love Pincurchin. And remember, I love you too.